Welcome to Feminine Hijinks, where we're here to reinvent the other side of 40 with sass, crass, and, and kicking kick ass. <laughs> I always wonder, oh. how are we going to say that this time? I know. There are so many possibilities. There are so many possibilities. And it's we, always just a scat. It is. It's, yeah, it is. Sass, grass, kicking ass, I was, we could do it like a robot sometime and kicking ass. You know what? We should pay attention when it's talk like a pirate day, and then we could do it like, welcome, feminine hijinks. <laughs> like a pirate. Arr, arr. This show was rated R. <laughs> rated R. God, that. that's all. That. I love pirates, but not the real ones that, you know. The Captain Phillips ones. <laughs> yeah. That's those are scary. <laughs> I like the idea of, you know, the the storybook pirates. Me too. Like I'm like, I want to be a pirate and then oh wait. It's all about <laughs> raping and pillaging. Mm, not so much. But you know, if I can hang out with Johnny Depp and Orlando Bloom, all right, you know, that kind of pirate I'll take. I'll take <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> I'll pillage that. <laughs> That's the best. That's what you need a shirt that said, I'd pillage that. Oh my God. That is genius. <laughs> a whole pirate line of feminine hijinks products. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, hey, I'm Angie Bailey. And hey, I'm Susie Schubert. <laughs> and today on our agenda, we're going to do something completely different. From swears right on down to self-reflection. Today we're (laughs) talking about the importance of giving yourself a much-needed retreat. Seriously, a non-selfish, taking-care-of-yourself retreat. Fuck yeah. See how Mm -hmm. I tied that into the swear episode from last week? It's the segue. It is the segue. And I've got my mug that you gave me. I can't tell you my fuck yeah mug. I love love the size of that mug. That was, I really appreciated that. I do too. And you know what's funny? I'm not a big coffee cup girl, but I am Mm -hmm. a big tea cup girl. So I find myself drinking tea from it more than coffee. Isn't that weird? Oh, do you have rules around that kind of stuff? No, I don't. I just have, (laughs) I I know which kind of cups like feel best in my hand. And that's, that's the one that I usually use. So Mm -hmm. yeah, but if a cup is too big, then I find that my coffee gets cold faster. Exactly. And for some reason, tea doesn't get cold as fast. I don't know why that is. I don't know. And if it does, it's not as big of a deal, I think. Yeah, as coffee getting cold. So yeah, tea is okay when it's lukewarm. Coffee, Mm -hmm. not so much. Right. So there's your little uh, bit of observations today. (laughs) You're welcome. Everything you always wanted to know. Oh, yeah. But we're afraid to ask. <laughs> be not afraid, friends. What's your cup size? What is your cup size? Oh, that would be funny on a mug. What's your cup size? Oh, my God, it would. We are just full of all we're sorts of fire. great ideas. Why we're aren't we making fire. millions yet? <laughs> oh, gosh, oh we are here for you, folks. But so, yeah, so we're talking about personal retreats today and uh, just the different ways that you can look at them and uh, defining them and then undefining and redefining them. And so, yeah, that's that's kind of the gist, right? It is the gist. And in fact, 
you know, we had talked about, as we do, Angie and I always chit-chat, like, okay, what should we talk about next on the podcast? And I got so inspired by this um, this topic, because it's actually something Angie and I plan, we do together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got so inspired that I'm like, I'm writing a blog post about that. So I also did a big old blog post about this very thing. And... You know, originally we were like, oh, this is our personal staycation. But no, this is a slaycation. Mm. That's what I called it. The slaycation. I love it. That sounds like a horror movie title. <laughs> it kind of does. Christmas you know, slaycation. Right. There's another idea. Wow. National Lampoon. Christmas slaycation. <laughs> turn like that whole thing into a zombie movie or something. That would be yes. awesome. Uh, what's that one called? Sleigh Bells? Have you seen that? That's a real horror movie. Oh, it's a real thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sleigh bells or something like that. Yeah. (laughs) That's funny. Oh, gosh. No, but, you know, obviously there are two ways to look at this. Doing a personal retreat just kind of for yourself, which is sort of like just taking a personal day off. But then the slaycation is kind of what more of what Angie and I do, where we really focus it on our business and kind of pick like one or two days throughout the year that we kind of do this day retreat where mm-hmm. we focus on what we want to get done, all of our plans and goals and dreams. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's one of those things that ends up being really fun. It's very productive. And... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just think doing something like that is so important. And you need to put it on your calendar ahead of time because otherwise you'll talk about it and you'll never do it. Exactly. Yes. And what's interesting is like right before we recorded this, I was doing one of those creative mornings online courses, not courses, but like a field trip. Yeah. yeah. it It was about monthly personal retreats and what they can look like and the kinds of things that you can do. And, and you know, that depending on your schedule, it doesn't have to be a full day. It can be half a day. It can be on the weekend, but it's kind of great if you can do it during the week. So it could be two, two hours. Like people have busy lives. People have little kids. I mean, we don't have little kids anymore. And so it's easier to do those things, but you know, I, you just kind of carve out what you can. Exactly. That is such a great point to bring up because, yeah, it's so easy for us Mm because this is our job. So we can just, okay, let's, you know, chalk off this whole day. Although it was a lot easier and more fun when we could actually be together. I know. I know. Soon. 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 But we just had like a Zoom meeting and that wasn't, I don't know if we necessarily called it that, but that's, we kind of went over a lot of stuff like that. It had, a, it had a retreat vibe to it. It did. It did. <laughs> it does feel more like a retreat when you can actually go somewhere. Retreat! I know. I know. Seriously. So, yeah, that's um, that's a just a bit. And, and I, we think, too, that we don't think. We know that you can design it however you want. You can do it career-wise or you can also do it, you know, with your family in mind or your emotional. The way that this woman was talking about it on her uh, course that I just took is it's a good way, too, to, like, think about your relationships in your life, like your friendships, your family, and and ask yourself, am I, it's kind of back to that old, uh, I think Jack Canfield who wrote the chicken soup books, you know, mm. had the whole thing about, am I, um, am I making enough deposits into our friendship bank? Mm. You know, so thinking about the people that you love in your life and ask yourself, when was the last time I called them? Or is it time to, you know, 
plan you know a, a, a virtual coffee date with my daughter or you know yeah. that kind of thing just to sort of like it's like an assessment it's like a personal inventory totally Mm-hmm. So I loved that part of it because I don't, I usually do it. Mine's usually work related and there's a whiteboard involved and it's just <laughs> of course there is the best, but you know, or emotional. Do I have a well-balanced life and a healthy self-esteem? What's going on with me emotionally? That yeah. sort of thing. Oh, I love so. that. Yeah. And I was just um, telling Angie when you talked about this podcast that I'm reading that Michael Hyatt book right now. Um and now I'm totally blanking on the name of it. And I just said it to you. The best day of your life, your best year. Oh, thank you. Something your like best that. year ever, I think it's called. <laughs> My brain's a little foggy today. That's all right, matey. <laughs> it was, must have been all that talk about Prosecco. It like went to my head just to talk about it. <laughs> little bubbly brain. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, this book kind of says that same thing where a lot of it is about your goals and plans that you want to do in your life. But this author makes sure that you are looking at your life as a whole, because obviously the things you do in your free time, your emotional health, your relationships, all of that stuff does have everything to do with your plans and your goals around mm -hmm. career or job. So yes, he talks does. about that, too. And I just I do think that's something that we forget and we mm -hmm. don't make a priority to Agree. really do that. You know, I was just had a, a thought, like we should on our website have a little book of recommended reading because you and I love certain books that have, you know, hit home for us and yeah. have links to where to purchase them. That yeah, I love that. Cool. I do that on my Pinterest site, on my business mm, page. Mm -hmm. I have books that I recommend people. Cool. So, yeah. mm -hmm. Yes. So maybe we should do that. Anyway, so back on topic. <laughs> Don't mind our little uh, retreat <laughs> our, talk right our here. Sidebar. Yes. <laughs> we're, we're going back to our retreat. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but oh my gosh, like I, I know for me when I do a personal retreat just for myself, it's usually because I have so many different projects going on mm -hmm. and I need to sit down and I need to write down, you know, what I do daily or you know what are, what are my responsibilities for each one and are all of these things necessary and how do I like what is my emotional temperature on each one because I you have to ask yourself do I love doing this mm -hmm. is this something that that makes me feel passion and just kind of review all of it and then say okay Oh, am I spending enough time on the things that I love and then marking things off and assigning like I know you do a day a day for each one of your your projects and mm -hmm. I tend to do like one of the caves I'll take one project and go three hours on it yeah but there's that and then I I I like to journal too mostly just for for aha moments not necessarily for anything that I'm looking specifically to find out. But every time when I'm on a retreat and I sit down and make time to journal, I discover something that's kind of like, ah, oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that free writing thing. It's like you just mm -hmm. set the timer or whatever, and you just write. That's like, that goes back to that also, that great book, um, The Artist's Way. And we've, I think we've talked about that before. She talks about the morning pages. Yes. And as, as much as the opportune time is right when you get up in the morning, I think it's hard for a lot of people to do that. Because if you're going to write three pages nonstop, that's like 20 minutes, half an hour. Mm -hmm. That's a long time if you're a busy person with work, with kids. You know, maybe you don't want to get up a half hour early because you need mm -hmm. your sleep. So yeah. I let people off the hook if I prescribe that. I'm like, okay, that's optimal. 
But if you can just do it anytime during the day, yes. you know, it just, it is amazing. You'll start writing and you'll be like, you can literally, I've written, I don't know what to write. I don't know what to write. I have nothing to say. I have nothing to say. And then all of a sudden, before I know it, I'm writing about something. And like you said, that's often the time I'm like, bing. Yeah. But that like aha moment, I'll come up with some little gem that like, where'd that come from? It's been hiding in there and I needed to do a little spelunking to get it out. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I love that spelunking. Spelunking. Yeah. Definitely. And yeah, you just discover things about yourself during these retreats that maybe are buried deep inside and they're in your subconscious <laughs> or in, or you're else pretending that they're not really there. But, you know, <laughs> all of a sudden they're in your face like, oh, yes, yeah. yes. Mm. And so it just kind of in what you were saying, too, about looking at all those things and 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 really kind of re getting intentional about how you feel about them. That's a lot of what my planner is, too, like thinking of the tasks that you're doing. Am I going to kick it, not do it at all? Am I going to divvy it and actually have someone else do it for me? Mm -hmm. Or am I going to rock it and, like, find out the best way to get it done for yourself that makes it more fun or just easier for you to get through if it's something that is really overwhelming? Absolutely. Um, so, yeah. So, again, it's so good to do that both in your personal life, but also in any kind of plan or goal. And that doesn't even have to be necessarily around career either. For us, right. it's around our business. But mm -hmm. if you just, you know, you're one of those wonderful people that just works nine to five and you don't really have any big goals around your work or career. And that's OK. You love just living life. You go to your job that you like and you work and you come home and you're all about family time. You're all about that next vacation or you do mm -hmm. creative things that are fun on the side, but it's not your business. You know, all of that is just as important to make plans and goals than mm -hmm. if you had some like pie in the sky thing right. that you want to do, you know. Exactly. And you know what else I was just thinking is when you do that, like either using your planner or journaling or just doing, you know, looking at your bullets of the things that you want to think about or the things that you need to do. It's one of those things where if it's something you've been avoiding it by uh, something you've been avoiding, if you name it and write it down, you're more likely to get it done versus if you just keep thinking, oh, shit, I really should call my mom. Oh, shit, I really, you know, should <laughs> clean out my pantry or whatever, you know, yeah. writing it down, even though it it's something that you don't want to tackle. It's written down. It's a real thing now. You can't hide from it anymore. And maybe you decide to hire somebody to clean out your pantry. Maybe, maybe that's your answer. Or maybe you put on, you know, your, your music super duper loud and you just do it. Right. So, but, but if you keep avoiding things, which, you know, I, I am no stranger to avoiding. Oh, me neither. <laughs> so, but writing it down or, and it gives it, gives it, uh, makes it real. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes it is the right thing not to do something. And I actually mm -hmm. talked, I did a live yesterday about my planner and a lot of people kind of around the kick it idea, they get kind of stuck there. Like, what does that mean? Because I think a lot of people think, well, if you don't just do something, it means you're lazy or you're not getting it done. And that's not the point. Well, I guess to some extent that can be true. I mean, yes, we want to be able to check things off in our life, but really sometimes we think we need to do something and then we take a look at it and we're like, you know, I'd rather have the consequences of not doing that because that actually makes my life better. 
Yes. Like, how does that make me feel? You know, an an example, it's funny that you said about calling your mom, because that's one of the things I brought up. It's like, let's say you put down, you're going to call your mom, and that's usually when you talk, and you're just dreading it. Not so, I kind of want to talk to your mom, but, you know, maybe she's a blabbermouth. She talks for like an hour, and you just realize you have all these deadlines, or you have all this stuff. You're like, oh, my God, I just do not want to talk to my mom today. Well, then you're like, you know what? Mom is going to have to understand because mm-hmm. really the thing is, if you don't call her that day and you call her on a different day where your mind is more clear, you actually are both going to have a much better conversation. You're going to enjoy that phone call so much more. She's going to get more out of it because you're going to be 100% present. Yes, right. No, you're absolutely. that is the case with me and my mom. If I go into it feeling cranky, like I don't want to do it then I am a cranky person on the phone call and I'm looking for every opportunity to be cranky <laughs> and I'm not even kidding. And I think last time I talked to mom, like I was, I was in a good mood. I was like, and it was fun and we laughed and I just sort of let go. But man, the shit that we carry into things and it just sets the tone and right. Ugh, right. Yeah. So I think yeah. it is good to t- sit back and evaluate, you know, mm-hmm. okay, what are these things that I set on myself that I need to do certain times, certain days have to get done? Well, do you really have to? Maybe that doesn't fit in your life anymore. Some things, you know, you talked about habits, Ange. Habits can be really good, but sometimes they can be bad, too. Sometimes we need to relook at them. Does that, that worked in my life at one point, but does it work anymore? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It's just, it's an evaluation. It's a personal inventory. And it's, if you can do it once a month, and that's fantastic for however long you're able to set aside. But it will, uh, I think what it is, it, it's one of those things like with habits where, if you keep checking in about it, you're less likely to keep going down the rabbit hole. Like if there is a problem, then you identify it. You figure exactly. out a plan. Otherwise, if you just keep pretending or don't stop and check in, then you're going to go down the rabbit hole and then you're going to get so far, you know, that you're, it's going to be the snowball effect. Yeah. And that's the thing. It can seem really counterproductive sometimes because you're like, you have this laser focus and you're going, 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 going. Well, that feels really good. And it's great until it doesn't, until you're like burning out mm-hmm. or you're so laser focused that you're missing other opportunities that might actually make that specific thing even better yeah. or another opportunity that actually is better than what you were originally going for. So yes. I definitely think, you know, sometimes it seems that you're stopping what you're doing to, to assess, but it's actually better for it. You're going to be more productive. By it's, a, it's an investment. It's an investment. And I actually on my blog post, I wrote some ideas Ooh. of things that you can do on these. And I love Angie's, you know, little thing she said about doing it your own way. Um, you know, because you talked about that, didn't you? In in your I don't know if we now I can't remember if we talked about it together or we're talking about it on the podcast, how you actually downloaded this little like calendar or she had a the person that you took the class. Oh, from, yeah. This thing. Yeah. She has yeah, yeah. Like, this. It's a, it's a grid. Thank you. A grid. And but Angie was saying, you know, that's not something I really like. I'm more of a free form girl. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. again, you know, it can be done in any way that you want to be. So these are just suggestions. Um, but like 
It's funny because one of the first things I said is grab a whiteboard. I was definitely channeling Angie when I said that. Yes. Get some new notebooks and colored Mm. pens and markers. Hell yes. And yeah, you know, you just go to town in those things. Again, if you want to, you make columns or lists about your goal and you think about what's working, what's not working, pros and cons, organize the shit out of it. And then what's funny is I also wrote about free writing. So we already talked about that. Mm -hmm. Um, And it doesn't even have to be just journaling. You could get really creative, like maybe write a poem or Mm -hmm. maybe write a short story about your fantasy dream life. And all of a sudden you'll write, you'll be like, oh, my gosh, my life is nowhere near that. Or it already has elements of that. So how can I make it, you know, bring it to the forefront even more? So that's a cool thing. Um, You could do like a visualization Mm -hmm. or, you know, a mind chill, a meditation about your plans and goals. Uh, You could create a vision board. And that's, Mm -hmm. you know, doing the old fashioned way where you grab, does anybody have magazines anymore? I don't know. But you grab magazines (laughs) and you cut shit out and paste it. But you can also do that on Pinterest. I love doing Mm -hmm. that on Pinterest. Um, And you just, you know, it could be around the life you want to be living or it could be really specific with your plans and goals. You could do it around your word, your word of the yes. year. Yes. I love that idea of doing it on Pinterest. Yeah. It's really that's fun. That's really good. Yeah. yeah hey, I don't use it as much as I should. I know. That's something I'm trying to get more into because I am a visual person and I do really enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's another thing you can do on these sleigh occasions is, you know, think about your word, really focus on that. And has that word been present lately? Is it Mm -hmm. in the work that you're doing? If not, how can you make it so? And are you living your word in all the areas of your life, not just your plans and goals? So that's kind of what Mm -hmm. we talked about, too. Um, And are you, you know, are you carrying yourself like that word that you want to feel? Yeah. And like maybe that means you do some shopping time and you buy a few items you know, that reflect that feeling state that you want to manifest and you want to project. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your clothes yeah. or things that you have around you. Or you get know? a haircut. Haircut or some crystals. Yeah. <laughs> or just, you know, like you've been doing, you've been getting new furniture and mm-hmm. like in these beautiful colors that feel like you, you know, that's you projecting who you are and this energy that you want in your space. Yeah. I think sometimes we forget how much that affects us. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just want to mention one exercise that Susan and I are doing that I think would be really fun just to do on your retreat is to make a list of all the words of that you want that you feel describe you or you want to embody. Um, really, it's more like you want to embody. This is how I want to to embody. This is how I want people to see me. Yeah. Um, and then ask yourself, you know, am I living up to this? Or how can I add those those bits into my life? Like I see myself as being sort of, you know, not personally, but, you know, being sort of, you know, hippie style. And then I look around, I'm like, eh, no, I don't really, you know, but but I want to feel that vibe. So maybe I go to the thrift store and I get, you know, some cool fringe pants or something. <laughs> Or whatever, exactly. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's and I think it's interesting to ask other people. Describe me in one word. Yeah, we did that with fashion. Remember, we came up with we a word did. We that did. we described our fat, what we thought each other would be their fashion word. So yeah, yes. why can't you do that in, in all the different areas of your life? It's pretty cool, right? Yeah, um, you know, do a talk it to death assessment, like a brainstorming session with a friend. 
Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and that can either be about, again, work or whatever, because two heads are better than one a lot of times. And, That's right. you know, that brings together something fun, too. Mm-hmm. It's fun to do that, but it just really gets your brain going. And then just another thing I said is buy a book um, mm-hmm. that has you doing certain exercises and things like that. So, like, the one I just was reading, too, is The Desire Map by Danielle mm-hmm. Laporte. Mm-hmm. It's actually like a workbook, and it is kind of around the same sort of word of the year sort of vibe. It's not the same thing, but. Cool. Um, yeah, yeah I mean, so I love many that. things. Or attend a class like we've been doing, those creative morning classes. Yes. That's a great yes. little slaycation thing to do. It is, it is. And um, one thing she mentioned also this morning is to always maybe end it doing something creative. Like mm. like like I think I've been picking up the ukulele again and so I try to I don't know, I'm not I'm just trying to learn a song and that's really it. But I really have fun when I do it, but I sometimes feel like ah, I'm this is taking away from other things I should be yes. doing or whatever. Yes. Or else paint something. Or, you know, or that's where you could do your vision board if you want or whatever. But just thinking outside the box, doing something creative that maybe you've never done before. I mean, I'm not a visual artist and I I am not a good drawer or anything like that. But I have fun. If If you give me like a bunch of colored pencils and some paper, I feel so happy. Like just making doodles and designs and stuff like that. Like, yeah, that I mean, and that's outside my comfort zone, really, because I would never just sit down and do that unless I was like, okay, sit down and do that. I have to tell myself to do it. Yeah. So I, I love that idea. I wonder if like ultra creative pers- people like us though should do should end it with um, doing math. Oh shit, no! <laughs> Shut your mouth. Push yourself <laughs> a little bit. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. But you know, reward yourself. Maybe play your word games or your Harry mm-hmm. Potter games or you know whatever <laughs> it is that you like or have a donut, whatever. Oh. Yes, but it's a good idea to reward yourself at the end. Totally, totally. Yep, yep. There are these people chatting, you know, in this class this morning, and they're talking about the kinds of things that they would reward themselves with at the end of the day. And some people are like, oh, I would take a long bike ride. I'd take a walk. I'd go run five miles. And I'm like, (laughs) what the shit? That's when you know you're on a call with like all these 20 somethings. God, give me like a fucking the, donut. That's give me a donut and a, a gold and a Golden Girls binge, and I'm that's good. A job well done, right there. Right? <laughs> oh God, my gold fucking star, big old fat <laughs> donut, and a vodka soda and some Golden Girls, and there you go. <laughs> It's all good. <laughs> oh my god, that is so so funny. Oh man, but anyway, so yeah, this will be this will be fun, you guys. Try it, give it a go. And if you're an extrovert and you're like, oh my god, I can't imagine spending a whole day by myself. Maybe with a friend, do half a day together and half a day split apart. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm, yep, mm-hmm. yep. That's a great idea. Yeah, so, and someday we won't have to be behind our computers all the time anymore. Yes. You know, let's have hope. <laughs> yes. There's a lot, there's hope abounding lately, so. Oh, yes, exactly. Oh, so tell me. I feel so refreshed. <laughs> Speaking of refreshing, step with me in the ladies' room and tell me what's happening while I wash my hands. Okay. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
know that fan, those yes. super loud fans, yes. the fans that when you're in the bathroom, you wait for that to go off so that because that's when you can fart <laughs> or push out that poop that might be noisy. <laughs> You wait till that fan comes on, and then no yes. one's gonna hear shit. Literally. Or, yeah, seriously. I, I always wait until somebody flushes the toilet, and I'm like, "Oh, come on!" <laughs> it's so true. Oh my god. And don't say that you don't do that because you know you do. You know you do it. Mm-hmm. I'm always impressed by people who just well, we've talked about this before. Have no problems just doing their business because I. That is something I need to get over. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. And they don't care. Like you walk in and like you're like, oh, my God, this smell is the worst <laughs> smell I've ever smelled ever. And there's only one person sitting in there and she's behind the door. And, and, you, and you know, you're hearing all these noises. And uh. She's the only one that could be doing it. And God help her. She probably had, you know, some bad sushi or something. <laughs> or But, you know, when you got to go, you got to go and you just don't care. But I'm like... Oh, yeah. Sometimes those bathrooms don't smell so fresh. Oh, I think men don't care as much about that kind of thing as women do as far as like, yeah, they don't care if someone hears. They don't wait for the flush or the fan. No, they just just let let it rip. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, this is a great segue into my topic. Oh, (laughs) my my poop today. My poop is literally about poop. But it's about dinosaur poop. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Petrified poop. Petrified poop. Well, I have to preface this by saying one of the things I love about my daughter is that from when she was a little girl, we played dolls and we did fun stuff like that. But her favorite thing of all that she was obsessed with was dinosaurs. Mm. To the fact where back then you couldn't get any dinosaur stuff in the little girl's department. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we always had to shop in the boys' department for her to get dinosaur T-shirts and stuff. And we'd go to the museum, and she'd be, like, four, and, like, saying all the names of the dinosaurs. She knew them and correcting anybody if they said brontosaurus, because there's no such thing as a brontosaurus. Now it's been changed to an apatosaurus. So, you know, it's just hilarious. So, of course, she sends me this article, and I'm like, oh, my God, I have to share that on Feminine Hijinks. So here's the title of the the little article. Scientists have finally found a dinosaur's butthole, and it's pooping. Oh, my God. You know what? I have never once in my entire life thought about a dinosaur's butthole. (laughs) The more you know. I I never imagined them pooping. Like, I I could never picture that. Like, do they crouch? I guess it depends on their body shape. Well, yeah, so this thing is like a dinosaur that died some 120 million years ago has left behind such an exquisitely preserved. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I don't know if I'm going to say this right. A cloacal opening? Cloacal? Uh C-L-O-A-C-A-L. It's an orifice used for defecation, urination, and copulation. Oh my, it's an all-in-one <laughs> hole. So scientists have been able to describe this multi-purpose organ in detail for the very first time. Because basically this article is saying that whatever, you know, this area is made of doesn't typically fossilize, at oh. least that they've ever seen. So 
This is like a huge thing because now it can answer questions about sexual lies of the dinosaurs. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> Dino, porno. The mechanics of their waste removal systems. And the similarities between their buttholes. Oh, my God. <laughs> and extinct and modern animals. <laughs> so, yeah, it goes on to talk about how, you know, for humans, it might seem weird to just have one hole. Yes. <laughs> that performs all the different functions. Is that where their eggs come out of, too? It must be. because And then it says, we're actually the outliers. Most vertebrate animals have evolved cloaca to tend, uh, to tend to their sexual and waste removal needs. Uh, hold on. I'm tending to my <laughs> waste to my removal needs. needs. <laughs> and then it made me laugh. We see that the dinosaur made the cloacal opening visually attractive. <laughs> This may be a rare glimpse back to a time <laughs> when dinosaurs roamed the earth and strutted their rear end multi-purpose opening at each other in order to get lucky. <laughs> oh no, that it is really hilarious. was their bum trinket. It was <laughs> their Cecily bum trinket. Oh my gosh, that or their is Cephalosaurus bum trinket. <laughs> think of those ever those things that were going around like that little jewel that you could put over the cat's butt yes to, like, yes it. yes i picture yes. them like v-jazzling their cloakal open oh god oh that is hilarious <laughs> the dazzling can you With imagine the cloak yelling god <laughs> oh, oh my god my someone gosh. needs to run Str with that with like a cartoon or something like yes 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 i like the strutting around and showing everybody flashing <laughs> their multi-purpose hole it just <laughs> of how cats always like stick their butts in your face yes that's they like do. their way of being like hello i like you <laughs> look at my butt smell my butt <laughs> no thanks. But that's what yeah, dinosaurs are all like. Take a sniff of this. My stick a jiff. <laughs> Take a jiff. And let me color it pink for you. <laughs> so you're more oh. attracted to it. <laughs> well, like baboons or whatever those, yes. they have those bright red butts. <laughs> yes. Which is also attractive. That's that's what I look for. <laughs> I look for partners with bright red anal openings. Or bejazzled ones. Bejazzled ones, yes. Chris did. He wore his assless chaps and then he painted it bright pink. Or his, his anus cool he lavender. painted? His yes. cloakal opening even. <laughs> <laughs> and then he had all kinds of beads dangling from it. <laughs> and, that one, and then he did his mating dance. <laughs> Oh my God, some of those mating dances are so hilarious. We have some of those videos from the kids who are little, like, you know, those National Geographic things or whatever. Uh -huh. There was a Planet Earth one. Do you remember Planet Earth? It was like a yes, series. I do. It was amazing. Yes. Do you remember that one with the birds doing their mating dances? I don't know. Oh my God, there was this one bird who literally like stuck out his feathers and jumped up and down like in a circle, like <laughs> all around. <laughs> I made this like <laughs> clicking noise. <laughs> and I would go into fits of laughter because there was just something about that that just struck my funny bone. 
Oh my gosh. That's I'm what everybody find it and send it do it. Yes. Yes. That's what you see out at bars. That's how you know someone's <laughs> single. They're jumping around with their arms up clicking. Oh my God. But it's, <laughs> the funniest thing is it's like he's in one place. He's not like jumping all around. He's like in one place and just kind of going around in a circle. I don't know. It's just so, <laughs> it's just so ridiculous that it's just the funniest thing you've ever seen. I love that. I love that. That's fantastic. Please send that to me. <laughs> yeah, I'll see if I can find it. So anyway, Uh, the more you know today, ladies and gentlemen, now you know that the scientists have found a butthole, a dinosaur butthole. Well, my poop is not nearly as interesting or intellectual as yours. (laughs) (laughs) Mine is just an FYI that they have heart-shaped junior (laughs) mints at Target right now. Because junior mints are my favorite candy. I love you so much. <laughs> oh my god! And I was because we love to eat them with popcorn, and we mix them in with popcorn, so you get some bites, you know, with both popcorn and junior mints in them. And I was at Target today looking for a little Valentine Target birds because you know I collect those little birds, oh, yeah, those yeah, seasonal yeah. birds. They had none there. We need to do a video of it doing that mating. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. So I, and I was looking around and I saw, oh, Junior Mints. Oh. And so they're heart shaped and the cream inside is pink. Is it pink? Uh-huh. Oh, I might it's need delicious. some It's good to know that my second home is well stocked with heart shaped treats. There's so many heart shaped. I know. And so I came, I came home from Target and right away we busted open the box and <laughs> ate it all right then. <laughs> like, look so how cute these are. <laughs> <laughs> So oh my good. god, I love that so much. Oh, I know man. that really is one of the best things about any holiday. You may hate Valentine's Day, but come on, the candy. The candy, for God's sake. Oh, just treat yourself, man. Buy yourself a box of chocolates is what That's I That's right. You That's right. It. Oh my gosh. So okay, so next week we have kind of a cool topic. <laughs> we do. I don't even remember what it is right now. It's about it's the James Clear. <laughs> Atomic <laughs> habits, atomic poops. Oh, the atomic poops. Atomic bowels. Oh my God, that's <laughs> right. I'm that's so today. Excited. Yeah, have you watched it yet? Tonight we are. Yeah, me too. So oh, cool. he is this guy that wrote that book that Angie was talking about, Atomic Habits, that I have not read yet, but it's on my reading list. And he's actually um, a company that I work with has him doing sort of a presentation and they offered it to us. And I sent it to Angie, and we're going to watch that. And then we're going to talk about that next week. So that will really be fun. Woohoo! It's going to be really fun. So I can't wait. I've never heard him speak. Um, and I'm almost finished with his book. It's If it weren't on Kindle, I'd just give it to you. But, you know. Aw, well, thanks. You know how it is. But it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a life changer. So I can't wait Ooh. to hear... I can't wait to hear him. So thank you so much for sharing that with me. Yeah. You know, it's probably one of those books that a lot of those kinds of books, I like to have hard copies so I can go back and highlight. And I know you can do some of that in Kindle, but it's just not the same. It's not. I'll end up buying a hard copy. Yeah, for sure. For sure. sure. Uh Yeah. Cool. Well, it's kind of, go ahead. You know what else book I have on Kindle that I got because it was so inexpensive and I've been wanting to read it anyway, Confessions of a Prairie Bitch, written by... (laughs) 
Nellie, that's probably but, something you won't be highlighting, but I'll be highlighting know. that. You know, but it's written by Allison Argren, or whatever you spell her last name, who played Nellie Olson. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's oh. her. So that's um, that's next on my list to read. Ooh, that's a fun read. Yeah, you got to yeah. mix it up. I mean, God, those self help books can get a little like self helpy after a while. You just want to toss gotta them out the window. Up. I know. I can't. I can't. I can't read it at night because it makes me think too much. Like I have to read, oh. like you know, memoir and trash at night because it it, it makes me it helps me check out and get tired. I don't want to read thinky things at night. That's funny because I actually have to read those books more during the day because if I do it at night, they put me to sleep and I can't concentrate. Oh. Oh, interesting. Oh, huh. very interesting. Well, there we go. There you we know, go. We all have different atomic habits. We do. And <laughs> so, yeah. Oh so there's, God. there's, you know, so help. So have a staycation for yourself, a slaycation and, um, and get yourself feeling good, body, mind, spirit, emotionally, family wise, work wise, whatever you need. You don't have to play by anybody's rules. Just do what you need to do and enjoy it. Hell to the no, hell to the yes. Mm-hmm. However that works in there, I agree. Yes. I absolutely. second the motion. I second that emotion. <laughs> do you remember that song? I do. Second I love this. That emotion. emotion. Yep. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> thanks for thanks for stopping by the ladies' room today. We've had a fun time and we hope that you come back soon, like next week on a Monday, because we're here every Monday on feminine and anywhere you listen to podcasts. Also, find us on Instagram and Facebook under Feminine Hijinks Podcast. And you can support us for as little as $3 a month on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Feminine Hijinks Podcast. Wow, did you breathe in that at all? I don't know. So I've, got a bloody, <laughs> I've got a bloody nose on top of it all. Oh my gosh, you poor thing. I thought I saw you stick the Kleenex up your nose, but I thought it was just running. So I have to sleep no. like that a lot. Yeah, yeah, I know. I do too. I well, that's a, a different conversation for a different day. But for I, another podcast because everybody wants po- to hear about our runny nose, <laughs> <laughs> the bloody mess ah! coming out of my nose. But anyway, okay, so that's all. <laughs> and on that happy note, love another indoor sports. XOXO. <laughs> Bye. Bye.